Good evening and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Christ at Missouri. I am Scott George, your announcer for this Monday Thursday service. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message, assisting in the worship service as the organist Susan Seniger. Radio broadcast today is sponsored by funds donated through radio ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church and dedicated to the glory of God. These broadcasts are made possible by donations to the radio ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office if you can help. We hope this worship service is to your benefit. The acolytes tonight are Drew Creed and Jordan Kleibacher. Well, good evening, everyone. Good to see you all here. Tonight begins a three-part service. Uh, tonight, of course, is Maundy Thursday. And this is one of two nights, two of the three nights, or of the three services that we have, that we will leave in silence uh, tonight, and then, of course, tomorrow night during the Good Friday portion of this service. Uh, tonight, we will be uh, partaking in Holy Communion, uh, and so just to make sure that everybody is, is aware and ready for that as well. Uh, and so why don't we begin our service tonight with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening. And Lord, we thank you that this Lenten season has brought us to this night. Lord, specifically on this night when we meditate on and we sing about and we speak about, Lord, your last supper. And Lord, the last command for which you gave to your disciples, which was that they should love one another just as you have loved them. And Lord, we know that you give us this same command. And so, Lord, we ask that you would help us, uh, that you would help us by your Spirit and through our faith given to us as a free gift, Lord, that you would help us to love one another just as you have loved us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We begin our worship this evening. On the inside cover of your bulletin. Please stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come. He entered once for all into the holy places. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant. So that those who are called may receive the promise Please be seated. We sing our opening hymn, When You Woke That Thursday Morning, number 445 in your hymnal.
Please stand. Beloved in the Lord, it is our intention to receive the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ, in which he strengthens our faith by giving us his body and his blood to eat and to drink. It is the meal of the new covenant. Therefore, it is proper that we diligently examine ourselves. But when we do, we find nothing in us but sin and death, from which we are incapable of delivering ourselves. Therefore, our Lord Jesus Christ has had mercy on us, and by his sacrifice for us took upon himself our sin and the punishment we deserve. By death, he offers us full and free forgiveness. Let us then confess our sins to our Heavenly Father, imploring him for the sake of his Son, Jesus Christ, to grant us forgiveness. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor me. God, be merciful to you, and strengthen your faith. Do you believe that the forgiveness I speak is not my forgiveness, but God's? Yes. Let it be done for you as you believe. As the ashes were a personal sign of contrition at the beginning of this Lenten journey, so individual absolution physically conveys that your own sins are forgiven. I invite you to come forward to receive that assurance. Please be seated. The Old Testament reading for this evening is from the 12th chapter of Exodus. You will notice that this reading is a responsive reading. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's houses, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons. According to what each can eat, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month. When the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall, shall kill their lambs at twilight, then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat. They shall eat, eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire. With unleavened bread and bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted, its head and its legs and its inner parts." And you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments, I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations." As a statute forever, you shall keep it as a feast. This is the word of our Lord. The epistle is from the 11th chapter of 1 Corinthians. 
For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. But if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined, so that we may not be condemned along with the world. This is the word of our Lord. Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 14th chapter. And on the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples said to him, And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say to the master of the house, The teacher says, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. There prepare for us. And the disciples set out and went to the city and found it just as he had, to- just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. And when it was evening, he came with the twelve. And as they were reclining at table and eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be sorrowful, and to say to him one after another, It is is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the dish with me. For the Son of Man goes, and it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. And as they were eating, he took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. The sermon hymn is not all of the blood of the beast. Lutheran Service Book 431.
you all pray with me, please? Dear God, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thousands upon thousands of lambs, buckets upon buckets of blood. This is the history of the Passover. Long ago in the land of Egypt, in a land of exile, in a land of slavery, the Israelites suffered under the iron fist of Pharaoh. This line of Pharaohs had forgotten the saving work of Joseph and how he had delivered Egypt from a devastating famine. So they had enslaved the Hebrew people to do the Pharaoh's manual labor, to build their cities and erect their monuments. Terrible hardships, brutal labor, and despair were the lot of the Hebrew people. They groaned under the burdens placed upon them. They suffered under harsh taskmasters, and they cried out to the Lord in their misery. And the Lord God heard their cries. And he remembered his covenant. He sent his servant Moses to bring the people out. He sent Moses to be a mediator between God and Pharaoh, to free the people of Israel from the hand of slavery, to break their yoke of bondage, and to deliver them from the land of exile. Easier said than done. Pharaoh was a stubborn man. Plague after plague only served to harden his heart further. One plague after another, and yet he stubbornly refuses to submit to the will and to the power of God. But God had a plan, a final plague, a plague that pointed to his grace promised in the covenant. In preparation, the Israelites were told to take a lamb from their flocks, the best lamb, a male without blemish or spot, a perfect specimen, one lamb for each family. Then they were to sacrifice the lamb and spread its blood above and around the door to their homes. But why? Because there was one more plague to come. And this blood would protect and save their firstborn males, the angel of death. The blood of a lamb would save them from the plague of death that God would bring upon the people of Egypt. That very night, the angel of death visited Egypt, and the firstborn male in every family died. Even the firstborn male of every livestock died. All the firstborn males, from the house of the lowest slave to the house of Pharaoh, died. Great wailing and mourning went up from the land of Egypt, as they counted their dead. There was no escaping this terrible, avenging angel of death. Only the blood of a lamb could save you. Every door of every house that dripped with the blood was passed over. It was the blood of a lamb that saved the Israelites from death. So Pharaoh gave up, and the people of Israel and the people of God came out of Egypt. And so each year the people of Israel were commanded to celebrate this great rescue, to once again sacrifice a lamb and smear its blood as they remembered the Passover, as they remembered the rescue and deliverance accomplished by the blood of the lamb. Thousands and thousands of lambs later, after buckets and buckets of blood had been smeared, Jesus gathers his disciples in the upper room to celebrate the Passover meal. They eat and they drink. They remember the great salvation God worked for his people as he brought them out of Egypt, delivering Israel from a land of their suffering and ending their exile in a foreign land. Then, Jesus says, I have something new for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, takes bread, gives thanks, and gives it to his disciples. This is my body, he says. Then he takes the cup, drinks, 
gives thanks, and passes it to his disciples. This is my blood, he says. The Old Testament sacrament of the Passover is now fulfilled and replaced by the New Testament sacrament of the Lord's Supper. The blood of thousands upon thousands of lambs reaches its fulfillment, replaced by the blood of one lamb who takes away the sin of the whole world, Jesus Christ. All of those lambs, the best from each flock, lambs without blemish or spot, are fulfilled and replaced by the perfect, pure, and holy Son of God. The salvation, the deliverance from a land of slavery and exile is fulfilled, replaced by salvation from the slavery to sin and death. A return from exile out of the, bondage, out of the land of bondage into a new freedom, a new covenant. One holy meal to another, one precious sacrament to another, one blood rescue to another. This is the story, the salvation history of God's people. This is the journey, the return from exile for the children of God, from the land of slavery to sin and death, to the waters of baptism into the upper room to receive the true body and blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. A great journey, a new meal, a new sacrament, and a new covenant in Christ. And we are the people of this new covenant. We are the people called out of the land of exile. We are the people washed in the blood of the Lamb. We are the people who have received the grace of God in word and sacrament. We are the people for whom the blood of the Lamb was poured out upon the frame of the cross at Calvary. The blood of Jesus poured out upon the tree cleanses us from every spot and stain. All guilt and corruption, all iniquity and sin washed away. We are rescued and redeemed, returned from exile to a beautiful relationship with God. We are the people of God who live each day in the joy of walking with Him. Once we were no people, but now we are God's people once again. Thousands and thousands of lambs slain, buckets and buckets of blood smeared. All of the Passover lambs, all of the blood points to the cross. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The blood shed on the holy hill of Calvary brings us to the upper room, and the words of Jesus echo in our hearts. Take eat. This is my body which is given for you. Take drink. This is my blood which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do in remembrance of me. The holy meal of the Passover points to the new holy meal that Jesus institutes in the upper room and validates upon the cross. And as we eat his body and drink the cup of his blood, our eyes are turned back to the cross. We remember the sacrifice of the Lamb as he once again cleanses us from sin and shame. From meal to meal, God delivers his people from a land of exile, rescuing us from sin and death. Jesus Christ is our Passover lamb. His blood poured out shields us from the avenging angel of death. His blood poured out overcomes the triple enemies of sin, Satan, and death. His blood poured out gives forgiveness, life, and salvation to the new covenant people of God. And so a Lenten journey we have been on, meal to meal, Passover to the Lord's Supper, a sacramental journey marked by the blood of a lamb, our Passover, na- our Passover lamb, Jesus Christ. In his name, amen. Please stand. We continue by reciting the words of our Christian faith, and we do so using the Nicene Creed, as it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. 
and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Gracious God, offering full and free forgiveness. Eden's Lord and ours. Loving Father, calling us to Mount Calvary. Spirit of life. Lord Jesus, Savior and Guide. Protecting Father. Assure us of your presence on our journey through the deserts of this world, and bring us at last to the paradise purchased by your Son. O Holy Spirit, nourish our faith and restore our souls each time we come to the table of the Lord, and receive his body and blood, a foretaste of the feast to come. Holy and merciful Lord over all. Heavenly Father, we lift up a special prayer this evening for Debbie Trochi's mother, who is very, very close to death. And Lord, we ask that you would be with them. Lord, that you would comfort them and by your Holy Spirit grant to them the peace that surpasses all that our minds can do. Lord, we ask that, that in this time and in this hour and in these next hours that you would strengthen them in, in their faith. We continue. Everlasting Father, our Savior has conquered death. Fill us with rejoicing and confidence that we shall therefore gather around the eternal throne of heaven through the Son, who is the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, we will collect our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. The Trinity Lutheran School is seeking a part-time custodian to start in May. The position is approximately 120 hours per month and includes retirement benefits. Contact the school office at 235-5931 to apply. You need to apply before April 4th. Dorcas Ladies Aid will meet April 5th at 1.30 in the Fellowship Hall. Representative Lutheran Family Children's Service from Springfield will present the program. I'm sure it'll be a very good one. Men's Bible Study meets at 6.30 each Wednesday. There are several ladies' Bible studies during the week. 
please call the church office for more information at 235-7300. One announcement for the end of service I'd like to make. Uh, at the end of the service, there's going to be a stripping of the altar that is normally done in silence. Um, a piano duet by Amanda Minning and Betty Sawyer, Ah, Dearest Jesus, will play during that time frame. I have a chance to make an announcement at that time I will. We now return to the service. Please stand as we continue with the responsive offertory. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is right to give him. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who accomplished the salvation of mankind by the tree of the cross, that where death arose, their life also might rise again, and that the serpent who overcame by the tree of the garden might likewise by the tree of the cross be overcome. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe. For though we deserve to be left in exile, bound to sin against you in thought, word, and deed, you sent your Son to establish the new covenant in his blood. By his death our life is secured. By his rising he has led the way to your eternal presence. Grant us your Holy Spirit, that we may faithfully eat and drink our Savior's body and blood, and receive the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that come to us in this sacrament, a foretaste of the feast to come. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. 
we pray together the prayer that our Lord gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And we speak together the Agnes Day. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us peace. Please be seated. First communion hymn is your table I approach, hymn 628, hymn 628.
The next hymn is Jesus Christ, our blessed Savior, 627, hymn 627.
been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray you have benefited spiritually from this service. We invite you to worship with us tomorrow night for Good Friday service at 7 p.m. If you're not able to be with us in here in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious and heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. At the end of the servants, we strip the altar. It is the night in which our Christ was betrayed. We remove the appointments of the chancel to symbolize the abuse he received. The candles shine no more as the light of the world is taken to end his death. The books are closed as the word is silenced for a time. The pyramids on the altar are removed as our Lord's body is laid bare. The altar is left alone for the sacrifice to be remembered tomorrow. Your announcer has been Scott George.